Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to. Today's movie we're going to be reviewing is called Infinity Pool. It's written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, starring Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth. The plot is James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of Latolga when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Infinity Pool? I was watching this movie and I wanted to watch it. And I was taking my notes and reading yours at the same time because I wanted this movie to end so badly. I was just following your notes as kind of a gauge of what was going to happen next. And sum it all up, I hated this thing. I hated this fucking movie so much. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it either, but we're going to talk all about that, obviously. But this thing was a fucking mess. I don't know what the hell was going on half the time. Like, I had an idea, but it was very trippy, very kind of all over the place. There was just a lot going on, and it really really fucking dragged on i think you and i are in agreement that this movie really just fucking carried on for what seems like forever it did and it was only an hour and a half long and that's the worst part wait that was an hour and a half i clocked it in maybe a little over hold on i'm gonna look it up yeah let's see all right an hour and 57 minutes okay so it, it felt like three hours though i felt like i was watching this shit forever so brandon cronenberg i don't know if you know that name at all i don't So he is the son of David Cronenberg, who makes really fucked up movies as well. He's a director slash actor. Uh, Okay. We've seen that movie like recently, the film adaptation of Crimes of the Future. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. So his dad made that movie. All right. Um, He did. He made The Fly. He did the Friday the 13th series. Oh, okay. The Fly with uh, Jeff Goldblum or. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. He directed that movie. His dad. No way. So, yeah. So my point is his son really just tried to take a page out of his dad's book and make a fucking disaster for two hours. And I think he failed miserably. Yeah. See, I had high hopes because Mia Goth has been killing it lately between Pearl and X. And I'm sure Maxine is going to fucking be sick, too. So she's been in those two banger of a movies. And was it T. West? Right. So maybe it's just his writing. And she just feeds off it so well. But seeing her in this thing, I was expecting maybe it would be awesome because she's in it. But no, she didn't carry the movie. She couldn't carry the movie. Just say it, dude. And I'm not going to blame her for this this atrocity because it's not her fault. She was just doing her job, you know? Oh, yeah. She was just hired to do the gig. But I knew this movie was going to suck ass. The very opening scene. 
actually not really even seen. It was like five minutes of a pitch black screen. And you hear James and his girlfriend at the time just having a conversation. And the screen's pitch black and you can hear them talk. And it just dragged and dragged. And I was getting so pissed off. I almost fast forwarded right in the beginning. Dude, I literally the same day. We hung our TV up on our wall. We mounted it on the wall. And when this scene happened, it was just sound. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, did we fuck this TV up? Because it was like five minutes of just sound. And then finally it kicked in. I'm like, oh, okay, good. There is something happening. But yeah, everything's good. You did it fine. Yeah, good, good. But yeah, this movie just like right away. I was like, my hearing's not all that great as it is. So I had to crank this up because I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Then I ended up putting on the subtitles because I was like, okay, they're like whispering and all sorts of shit in the dark and whatever. So I was like, all right, here we go. This seems like one of those like kind of artsy fartsy type movies that are just going to be weird for the sake of being weird, I guess. Like I said before, man, when I saw the Cronenberg name, I knew that's what it was going to be. But this was just all over the place. See, I didn't even make that connection. That makes so much sense now. But you're probably right. He was probably trying to take a page out of his father's book doing this thing, and it missed. Missed all the marks. Which sucks, too, because Brandon made this other movie. I think it was called Possessed or something, or Possession. That was really good. Okay, that one sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one, though. I'll have to check it out, but if it's anything like this, maybe not. No, I'm telling you, it's not. It's actually good. Oh, it is. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, it can all be Grand Slams. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's called Possessor. 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 Okay, that sounds like a weird hardcore band name. It does, yeah. It's like, yo, what the fuck is up? We're Possessor. Cue the Slipknot laughing, like Pale Face. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Pale Pale Face just is... That fucking band is ridiculous because it seems like every time you, hit, you listen to them on CD, they're just playing to you. It's so Why? fucking weird. I love it. It's Why stupid. didn't they change their name? Wait, they changed your name? They're Pale Face Swiss now. I wonder if they got sued by somebody. Oh, uh, maybe. There's probably already a band called Pale Face, so they probably just added Swiss on there because they're from the Swiss Alps or something, right? Are they? I don't know. Oh, actually, no, wait. They talk about being like this from the mouth of the Swiss Alps, that type deal. And I'm like... Are we talking fucking Andre the Giant in this album now? What's going on? Dude, I'll never forget driving through the mean streets of Lowell, Massachusetts with you jamming that record. You were like ready to fucking like flip the car. Yep. You weren't even driving. You're just like, I'm going to flip this shit. Yeah, I'm I'm a passenger and I'm going to find a way to flip this car. Fucking crazy. <laughs> but if y'all want the angriest fucking music, just listen to Pale Face Swiss, I guess. But I'm just going to still call them Pale Face. They just put out a new song. It's actually pretty scary. Oh, is it? I'm not surprised. I'll listen to that later. And my girlfriend would be like, what the hell is this? And Does she like, not listen to the same music that you do? Not all. She listens to a lot of it, though. But mm. Pale Face is a, uh, a niche band. Absolutely. That's a band you like. You have to wear basketball shorts to and just straight lift weights. And OK. Then, yeah. And that and that's it. Yep. That's accurate. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. But one day I'll see them live and then I'll just be, you know, fighting. I don't know. They're intense. Everyone check them out. They're intense. All right. So let's get back into it because we love to go on off on our little tangents, but fucking pale face. Couldn't not talk about how ridiculous that band is. 
So what happens is James and M, they end up meeting Mia Goth's character and her uh, boyfriend. And, you know, it's kind of like the two couples hanging out at an exclusive resort. And then Mia Goth's character, her husband, they say, well, we should go get out of the resort and go check out this beach type deal. And they're like, okay. So James and M, they reluctantly go. Well, James is all about it. M is like, I don't know if I want to do this because they're in a fictional island of Latolga, which I guess is a really impoverished island, something like that. But they end up going to this weird, I don't know, beach area where there's like a burnt down car and stuff. And James steps away to go to the bathroom. And Corey, what happens here? This man just literally steps away and he's just relieving himself very casually in the woods or whatever. And Mia Goth's character just comes up from behind him and starts jacking him off. First of all, I feel like that happened a little too quick. I mean, you're not rocking a hard on while pissing in the middle of the woods. I mean, that'd be kind of awkward, right? And then she just comes up and she's, you know, she's doing her thing. And it's like, um, okay, that's uh, that's a little fucked up. And of course, they decide to make it extra detailed by seeing the jizz hit the ground. This dude's literally just zoomed in on his load dripping onto, yeah, the, you see the, onto the rocks. Yeah, you see the mammal sauce hit in the ground. La mammal sauce, yes. La mammal sauce in Latolga. But it was like so over the top because it was just like like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was a little grossed out because did you watch True Blood? No, I didn't. Okay, so the guy that plays James, Alex Skarsgård, I swear everything he's in, he needs to have sex or like make some sort of like moaning noises. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just that's what happened again in Infinity Pool. Oh, yeah. No, we'll get to it later because... Later on is like one of the longest sex orgy scenes I've probably seen in a movie. And I'm like, when is this going to fucking end? Because this is like absurd. But yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that soon. But yeah, she just comes up, does her thing and walks away. But it's fucking weird. It was very weird. And James is just like, what the hell just happened? You know, he walks away and goes back to business. And obviously they've been drinking that whole time. And they get in the car. They start driving. They end up hitting someone in the road. Now, this reminded me straight up of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Did you get vibes about that? Absolutely. Because as I'm watching it, it is almost shot by shot the same thing. Like, we can't just leave the body here and all that. I'm just like, okay, which one is Jennifer Love Hewitt? I hate Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, I know she did last summer. It was fine. I still know what you did last summer. Eh. Apparently, I picked up another I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is like... I still know what you did last summer, I swear. Okay, that's not the name of it. But I picked it up at a yard sale. It's still in the Blockbuster packaging. So I'm like, whatever. It cost me a buck. I haven't watched it yet, though. Fuck it. Why not? I like collecting DVDs and Blu-rays now. It's like my thing. We got a whole shit ton of them. I got two Terrifier Blu-rays. They're both different special editions. Really? They're the same movie, but just different boxes? Yeah, well, actually, one's a 4K, different box. And the other one is just a regular Blu-ray different box and the cover is different too right exactly yeah the i saw that actually yeah cover is a little different plus why wouldn't i want to watch that in 4k you know Terrifier 2 fucking sick 4k salt to the brain oh my god you know what i have to watch that scene in 4k i haven't done it yet and there it's because i i bought it just before i left basically and we just haven't gotten to it so okay basically what happens next they just leave the guy in the middle of the road get in the car drive to the resort 
and they let the people know that, hey, we got past the gate, we don't know what happened, we just want to get back in, that type deal. And before you know it, James is picked up by the police because they know that he left the resort and he drove the car and he hit that guy. So they know that whole thing. But what happens when they get there is the cops mention about how they have this law where if you kill someone, then the elder son of the person you killed gets to kill you, which crazy. Okay, sure. And then naturally what happens after that is the police go, oh, well, we have this program that you could do where you could actually pay a certain amount of money, a certain fee, and then we get you a, it's almost like a clone. It's fucking weird. It's like they get him a clone or what did they call it? Something different, right? Do you remember? Remember? No. It's fine. It's like a doppelganger or a clone or something like that. They basically replicate you, look-wise, everything, memories, all that. They make a total copy of you. And then the elder son of the father who was killed got to kill that copy. And you're just hanging out, living your best life, watching yourself be killed from a distance while you're just like, what the fuck is happening? It was very fucking weird. They did that, and then they just went on with their day. So James had five clones of himself? Yeah, he ended up having, I think, five clones of himself. Because, they, I don't know, did they just keep that shit on file? And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just create another and just another. And so the first time his clone was killed, or maybe it wasn't even his clone. Can you imagine if maybe the whole time it was different clones you were actually paying attention to rather than an original or master version? I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. Because I don't know which one was the real one, so... Yeah, I don't know, because you never know that at the beginning where the kid is actually killing James, you don't know if that's real James or if that's clone James up against the pole getting stabbed by this little kid. So that's how this happens. And it starts to go like off the rails from there. So he basically joins this secret club of people who were able to get themselves cloned on this island and have that version of themselves get killed while they you know, watch on. So they're basically just watching themselves get killed over and over again. It's like Groundhog Day on an island. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day on an island. But this whole group of people that he befriended, which is Mia Goth's character, her husband, a few other people, they ended up getting into some shit. So James in this group, now James' wife or a girlfriend, M, she wasn't there. She basically checked out. She didn't want anything to do with this lunacy because she watched that whole cloning thing happen. And she just was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. She's toast. James decides he's going to hang out with these people a little more. And this whole group ends up going to the main police officer's home. And they ended up killing some people in there. So, of course, the whole group gets arrested. They're put into this room. They got their fucking prison gear on. And they all pay to have themselves all killed by the elder sons. But actually, it wasn't even the elder sons at the time. It was the police. The police ended up killing them all. But... It was cloned versions of themselves. And they're all just watching. They're clapping. They're all doing this shit. It was just, I don't know, it's odd. It's a fucking weird movie. The part that I'd like to mention when they went to rob this police officer guy, the masks they wore. I thought the masks were fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, super creepy. Uh, they just looked really cool. And so eventually when they end up killing a bunch of people here, a random shootout starts to happen. Yeah, I noticed that. It's like, what the fuck is happening? So yeah. a, a random shootout for basically no reason starts happening. And then they cut to Bollywood dancing for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then it skipped to something else. Yeah. 
No rhyme or reason for the Bollywood dancing. No, none whatsoever. I don't know if maybe it was something that was happening at a, you know, the resort, whether it was like, oh, it's Bollywood dance night or something. I've never seen Bollywood dance night, but maybe that's their thing. I don't know, but it really did jump around a lot. It just went from that to the Bollywood dancing to the next scene where they're in the hotel room. I think one of them got shot, right? He got shot in the leg and they're trying to tend to that. And then they jump to the next scene, which is actually them at the prison. Their clone version is about to be killed. So, so this whole movie is about cloning and getting those clones killed. Basically fucking going a ballistic because you're rich. You can do whatever the hell you want and just have clone versions of yourself killed. And then like after they rob this police officer guy and they get out of prison, this is when that massive sex scene you were talking about happens. Dude, this turned into Requiem for a Dream for like, it felt like, 40 minutes yeah it went on so damn long it was just like okay i get it this is a weird orgy sex scene and everyone's tripping balls got it why are we doing this for 10 minutes straight they took some drug actually never even heard of whatever they did it was like some stuff she put in a cup and they burned it and they all just inhaled it and started tripping out is that yopo (laughs) we're gonna die we're gonna die on yopo (laughs) yopo For those of you who know Metalocalypse, (laughs) we're going to die, we're going to die. So absolutely no reason that this had to be so long. And the imagery that was happening, I feel like that movie, an epileptic could not watch that movie without being nervous the whole time. Yeah. uh, Tell me about it. (laughs) Because I I was thinking of you while I was watching this. I'm like, I wonder if Steve was able to watch this okay. Yeah. You know, I was able to watch it, but there was a point where I'm like, oh, my God, because it was just so much flashing colors. Yeah. And different images. And it was like, this is a bit sensory overload. I'm glad that like I had the lights on because that definitely made it less focused on that particular scene. Because if it was dark in the room, all I would have seen is colors and black and everything and like weird visions. And I would have just been like, I don't know, this thing is sitting well with me right now. It was a very weird scene. So yeah, maybe not for those who are very photosensitive when it comes to epilepsy, because that could technically trigger some people. Oh, yeah. It's definitely something to just be like, hey, look away. Don't even bother. You're not missing much anyways. No, it's just mindless sex, pretty much. And you don't even really see it. It's just like as rainbow colors are flashing across the screen. And uh, I don't know, man, it was way too long. It did nothing for the story, which there wasn't. I mean, there was a story, but it was confusing as fuck anyways. Yeah, it was very confusing. And Mia Goth. Is it in her contract to get like naked and have sex in every single movie? I just feel like it's a constant thing with her. So this is basically what I was saying about Garsgard. He's the same way. Yeah, he does like weird sex things everything, in every single one of his movies. And everything I guess same with yeah. Mia Goth. And yeah, Mia Goth. Uh, not necessarily the same thing. A lot of her sex scenes are actually like, I mean, they're not passionate or anything like that. Because X, obviously, that's porn related. Pearl, that was... Well, her doing her thing. And this one is like a fucking a trip, man. It is a real trip watching this because it's just nothing but colors and images changing and her naked out of nowhere. And then it's like she's wearing some sort of crazy mask all of a sudden. And then there's like all sorts of naked people all over the place. And it's all over the place. The whole fucking thing is all over the place. And then I'm going to assume that the real version. So it was like right after this that James decided he'd had enough. I'm going to assume it was the real version of James because he just tries to escape. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to assume that's a real version, too, unless it's a clone version 
who's like, I've seen too much. I don't want to deal with this shit. We never know. But we're just going to assume, for the sake of argument, that it was the real version of James. So, yeah, he's like decides to try and escape and he's running through the woods and Mia Goth is going all fucking Wyatt Earp on him, just shooting at him with a pistol that she has. That eventually ends up hitting him in the leg, I believe. Yeah, well, actually, she hit him in the leg as he's like running through the woods. But the part that you miss is that she's sitting in the car. She stopped this bus from going because she's shooting at the bus from the side and they blocked the bus from going two different cars and she's holding this gun out. she's like i'm gonna kill everyone on that bus unless james gets out of the bus so he ends up getting out of the bus and they start this long trek back to the resort where he's walking the car is behind him like just driving slow she's on the hood hanging out i guess just you know whatever waving her gun around james tries to get the gun he ends up running away though and that's when mia goth ends up shooting him in the leg and from there he's actually taken in by a local family and that local family i believe is the son of the man that he killed right unless that was like a whole dream sequence too because there was a lot of that happening and i can't remember now whether that was real oh no correction he started having a dream sequence of the kid killing him strangling him to death do you remember that i was kind of checked out at that point I don't blame you. (laughs) Yeah, so there was a lot happening. He was dreaming he was getting strangled by the son of the father he killed. And then he woke up, he goes outside, and then he sees the whole group again. And this time, they brought a version of James acting like a dog, crawling on the ground. Mia Goth's got a chain around him, as if he's some sort of sex slave. And James and... The dog version of himself, I guess that's what they're calling him because he's like, you know, he's acting like a dog. James ends up killing him. So he killed himself in the process of this whole thing. And pretty much from there, they all go back to the resort and they all say, oh, yeah, we're leaving now. You forgot the bloody breastfeeding for no reason. Oh, my God. You're right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) It was so odd. That was so weird because... After James killed the dog version of himself, he's just kind of laying there in borderline the fetal position. I don't know. He's distraught that he actually killed himself. So Mia Goth's character comes up, pulls off her shirt, exposes one boob, and then puts blood from James on her breast, and he starts sucking her breast. This is another one that went on way too long. Yeah, I'm like, okay. What the fuck's happening? It was so, it was an awkward, I think that happened for maybe a good like six or seven minutes, honestly. It was fucking weird. I definitely felt awkward about that whole thing. I mean, breastfeeding, sure, that's fine. I mean, that's nature. But yeah, but a grown man getting breastfed by a grown woman whose tit is now covered in blood is a, a little bit much. I think there's a fine line in breastfeeding. And one of those shouldn't be after you killed someone and cover your tits in blood. Fuck. I just, those words, just like, they're actually real words that happened. Yeah. I wish I was like exaggerating all this stuff, but I'm not. I'm really not. This whole fucking thing is crazy. So after this whole lunacy, like I was saying, they end up all meeting up and they all are ready to just pack and leave the resort. Essentially, what this whole thing was, it was rich people's way of going on a tear or vacation with 
no repercussions whatsoever. So they can do whatever the hell they want on this island. Clone versions of themselves will get killed in exchange for that craziness. And then they just go back to America or wherever they're coming from. And that's their vacation. Honestly, I might sound like a sick fuck right now, but I think that's a pretty cool idea. Like, I kind of wish it was real. All right. We'll keep Brandon Cronenberg away, far the fuck away from it, though. No, I don't want him anywhere near this story. I mean, you and I would roll up to this island and be like, all right, well, what are we doing now? I don't know. I just maybe I go into someone's house and take a shit on their table. And then uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, I wouldn't do that. The idea is crazy. I don't know if that would really fly. I'm sure something will end up on social media. So some sort of clone of yourself really, I don't think would do much. I think, uh, yeah, you get your clone killed and then you just go, well, that was fucked up. I think I'm ready to go now. So I don't think I could sit there like after that and go, I just watched myself get killed. I don't know how to process that. So it's like the menu sort of did the same thing with these like rich people going to these islands and doing something far less wacky than what we watched in this movie. But I wonder if that's actually a thing. Is there like an island somewhere that rich people can go to and like do stuff that they can't get penalized for or whatever. I'm sure there is. There's got to be plenty of those islands that rich people own and they do their own rich people foolery there and none's the wiser. No one knows anything about it other than the select circle of people probably fucking covering their chests in blood and, I don't know, beating off in a circle or whatever. I don't know. I'm just speculating what rich people do on these islands. James got his money worth as soon as he got there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. James got his money worth for sure. I think most of that money, by the way, was M's because I think they mentioned something about her being part of a mob family, which, okay, interesting. That's an interesting uh, family to get into. So maybe her family owned it. Oh, good take. Maybe her family did own the whole thing or knew about it and was perfectly fine with her going there because they knew what could happen. Who knows? We don't know. I will say this, though. Solid soundtrack. Yeah, the score was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that's probably why. I, that's probably why I didn't. Never mind. We'll get to the ratings, but. Oh, we'll get to the ratings. All right. Yeah, I love 80s synth music. I just think it's really cool. You know, that very like 80s synth pop, whatever, cyberpunk style type music. I kind of love that music. It just really fills up the noise in the background for me. So I love hearing that. With that said, Corey, what do you give Infinity for? You're going to be shocked. I, gave I don't think I will. Two out of five dead kids, like we were just talking about. Score, absolutely amazing score. No doubt about it. 80s, 90s synth stuff, like I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were some cool parts in this movie. Um, I love the gore. Some of the violence was really cool. Yeah. But 90% of the time, I found myself wishing that the movie would just end, as I was saying before. And when it finally ended, I just wanted to fucking cheer, like jump up and fist bump. You know what I mean? Like pump the air. They tried way too hard to be obscure. And that's exactly like I was saying before, what a Cronenberg film is. And my closing argument or note here is Brandon Cronenberg. He needs to be put on that list of people that need to be arrested and thrown in jail for making pieces of shit. Wasn't that the same for the person that wrote and directed Megan? You had that same idea for them too, right? He needs to go on that list as well as a guy that made the anchor. Oh my God. We need to make a list like this. And just put it up on the website. <laughs> Joanne said that we should make a list to publish at the end of the year, like just a text-based list of our ratings for movies. I like it. For I some reason, idea. we're not keeping track of this. <laughs> no. Yeah. And we also need a list of pieces of shit, people that need to be arrested for making us suffer. That and maybe we'll have an end of year special where we're just like, okay, these are the movies that we watched that are great. And these are the movies that are absolute dog shit. And to stay far, far, far away from them. 
could be fun. That's actually kind of cool, like a year in review type thing. Yeah, I say like we do it. The first full year of 30 Screams or Less, we could pair it with the episode we're going to do for the mean one, which apparently is on streaming very soon. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that's going to be out soon. Like they got the rights or some sort of company bought them to have those rights get put on streaming. So yeah, we'll check it out. I'm going in with low expectations and I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise. That's going to go on my movies as good as Return of the Jedi list. Oh my God, no. I'm calling it now. It's probably going to be a five out of five for you for all we know. Yep. I love we will. Yeah, we'll all find out around Christmas time for sure. Yep. Unless you want to just record it now and then we'll release it in Christmas. And people will be like, why are they talking about shit from six months ago? Nah, let's save it. We'll make the yeah. people wait. Let them marinate a little bit. I mean, I like marinating my meat, you know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I'm just yeah. talking. Yeah. I'm just talking steak tips, man. Oh. You're, oh. you're taking it to the whole different level. I don't know what you're thinking about. You made it weird. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I gave it a three out of five. Non-dead kids. So this movie just like you're saying, like you're saying, it really you just wanted it to end. At some point, I was like, I've gone too far. And now I'm committed. Now we just have to finish it. Dude, I legit I was like 10, 15 minutes through this movie and I almost texted you and be like, do we have to do this? Similar <laughs> to what you did to me, that other one we tried to watch. Well, that one was like, oh, I might have to throw on a whole ton of disclaimers for this one. But yeah, this I don't blame you, dude. This movie was just dog shit. But it makes for good podcasts for talking about stupid fucking movies. Indeed. I, mean, I shouldn't even give it a three out of five, but I already said it. I'm sticking with it. You're being too generous on this one, I think. I, I am. I'm being a little generous. The acting, too, I thought was whatever. It was, I don't know, the whole movie was just weird. I think I like the clone aspect because but I'm all about... Better. What's that? Said it could have been executed better. I agree. The story was there, but this whole movie could have been executed way better and i think that's why i gave it a three out of five because it had the potential but missed all the marks so i think if maybe they do another version of this down the road maybe they get james mcavoy in it or something <laughs> when they remake it in a year yeah yeah they may remake it in a year they get james mcavoy and then maybe it's a better version or maybe it's malum we don't know oh <laughs> uh, you're trying to, you're trying to tell me i'm gonna have to see james mcavoy blow a load into the ground oh uh, maybe hope they rewrite the script he's in it i'm sure they will i'm sure james would be like what the hell is going on in this park i think <laughs> he'll have enough cred to be like all right what the fuck let's stop i hope he puts a hard note if they have they offer this to him i hope so too james don't do it i'm sure you listen to our podcast every single week just just don't do it what if they cast Adam Sandler to play James? Oh my God! Oh yeah, <laughs> <sure> <laughs> go. Oh, I don't want no. Edit. Like, nope, no. Just sitting there, you know, Igoth is doing her thing, and Adam Sandler's like, no, twenty five. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, three out of five for me. I like the story. I like the soundtrack. Everything else was. Uh, could have been better. But with that in mind, everyone, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on all podcast platforms so we can get some more exposure. And of course, be sure to tell your friends. We're also a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Be sure to visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. They got a bunch of awesome podcasts ranging from wrestling to heavy metals and horror. And so check all that out. Visit 30 Screams to Less. 
Facebook.com for all previous episodes and transcripts that go with those episodes. And if there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30 screams or less at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Use that hashtag, hashtag 30 screams or less, and we'll do the whole talking, all that bullshit. So also, we have a new t-shirt design coming in. And the timetable has moved up from five years to four years. So it'll be out eventually. Right, Corey? We saw more images of tonight. Yeah, we're, we're real happy with what's going to happen, but it's not even close to finished, even though this is apparently like an 100% finished design. It's not even close to being finished. So don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a new Necrophagist album. Don't get your hopes up for that. It's one of those types of things. We're never going to get it. Yeah, and I think it's also going to take about 30 years for anyone to pronounce that band's name correctly, because I don't know if it's Necrophagist, Necrophagus, Necrophagus. I don't know. I've heard it three different ways. Sam Hang, my ex-drummer, you know Sam. Yeah. He used to call them Acrophagus. Okay. There's got to be an interview with them out there somewhere that they have the pronunciation. I hope that Muhammad, Muhammad Psychmed, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I hope that Muhammad Psychmed just hits us up on Twitter. He's like, hey, I listened to your podcast. We got a new album coming out next week. Hey, well, we have this habit of speaking things into existence so i hope that this gets heard and it happens and then the metal community can fucking thank us for eternity for making it happen and we'll be fucking celebrities at that point yep we're gonna get fucking stars on the walk of fame if a new album finally comes out oh yeah everyone's gonna be like you hear about that show 30 screams of less they got this band to release an album after almost 30 years we did it with glass casket so we did it with glass casket we did it with chimera or Chimera like playing his show. Hey, I think we can just start saying all sorts of shit and it just comes true. We'll say the necrophagist thing or whatever for now. Yeah. We'll see yeah, if it we'll... happens within the next couple of days. We'll see. I'm hoping that I'm really open that I'm scrolling <laughs> through Facebook and I'm like, Blabbermouth, Necrophagus. What? <laughs> you thought it got announced. <laughs> yeah. It finally gets announced. I'm just like, okay, all right. I, I think at that point I'd be like closing the laptop podcast is done we've done enough damage i typed it into google and it said after nearly 20 years of hibernation legendary neoclassical tech band necrophagist will be dropping their third studio album typed reborn on october 7th 2022 did i miss something uh, clearly i missed that as well because uh if that's the case i'm going on spotify right now where you can also listen to 30 screams or less oh a nice little segue there yeah, yeah thanks. not there we got lied to of course we did that's clickbait all day all right i'm gonna delete just close the tab there pretend i didn't um, see it yeah edit edit that whole <laughs> section out Edit. forget it it doesn't need to be there but everyone i'm steve and i'm Corey. and thanks for listening to 30 screams or less and don't forget to drink your beans and have you ever felt a meat cock plunge you like a barium enema mass? It's insufficient lubrication will damage your intestinal tract. Did you put the lyrics to mammal sauce in there? That was like the most tame thing I could think of to put there. He put the lyrics to a song. I would have killed you if it was like a paragraph. I already saw that and I was like, what the hell? And I just, <laughs> as I was reading it, I'm like, I know. I, I know where this is going. I'm just going to finish it. You, you said something in the middle of, I think we were, oh yeah, we referred to mammal sauce. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. This yep. is it. A fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hendionics tourism? Reckless violence and surreal horrors. I'm going to try to 
Hedonistic. Hedonistic, thank you. Perverse subculture, perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism. <laughs> Fuck. Try it again. We're not Hed- moving on until you get this right. All right. Subculture of hedonism, tourism. <laughs> nope. Back it up. Hedonism. Hedonistic. 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 There you okay. go. Hedonistic. Subculture of hedonistic. <laughs> <laughs> Subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. 